Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. I want to talk initially uh, about a really horrifying incident, a uh, series of incidents, really, that's going on right here on the east side of Indianapolis. And look, we broadcast the show from downtown Indy. I come down here. I'm down here all the time. I'll be down here again Monday for Monday, Gunday on the Hammer and Nigel show. I fill in for other hosts. I filled in three times here recently for Tony Katz, for instance, on the midday show. So I'm downtown all the time. And, uh, and, and, and there's a reason why... I feel the need and have for some time when I'm in Indianapolis to be able to defend myself because there are certainly parts of the city that are starting to take on the appearance of simply being lawless. By lawless, I mean people are doing some pretty horrendous things and, and, and don't appear to fear getting caught, getting arrested, getting prosecuted, and being imprisoned. And about the most horrific example of that I've seen in a while is what's going on to the family of a gentleman named Lance Huffman. Now, the Huffman family lives in Irvington, here near east side of Indianapolis. And they had an incident where someone fired shots, fired bullets, into their home a couple of months ago. And they assumed it was a, a, a random incident. They assumed they were stray bullets. They assumed they weren't being targeted by this. They were just unfortunate in having bullets come into their home. But there are bullets going through windows, lodging in walls. And he has young daughters here that live in the home. And then suddenly it happens again. And then it happens again. This, this home, and this is a family by all appearances, was just trying to live in peace, live safely, that invested in their home, liked their home, had, had every intention of staying in their home, and they've now been the victim five different times of somebody driving by and firing multiple shots, multiple rounds, multiple bullets into their home. They've put surveillance cameras up. They've turned the that footage over to IMPD and said, look, here's a vehicle that drives by, shoots into our home, then takes off toward East 16th Street. They found bullets lodged in a bag of child's toys. They've had bullets lodged in the walls of the children's bedrooms. A very high volume of bullets are flying into these homes into this home, I should say. And and how horrific is this? How, how do you live your life when you don't know at any given moment whether some lunatic's going to drive by and spray your house with bullets? And look, there's only so much you can do. I mean, it, it, it's five times in two months. So you're going to spend every night sleeping on the roof? You know, with your own firearm waiting for the, this lunatic or lunatics to drive by again? How do you live your life? But my question is, there's got to be forensic evidence, right? They, they, they have to have recovered projectiles. 
They've got video of a car or cars. And I'm not criticizing law enforcement. I know this is tough. And you can't dedicate, for instance, a patrol unit to sit in front of one house all the time for two or three months. I understand that, too. But how frustrating is it? And what does it say about the city of Indianapolis that this could happen five times and these idiots not get caught? And I think it's appropriate for the citizens of Indianapolis and for this family and their neighbors. It can't be fun for their neighbors either. Who now at least five times have heard multiple gunshots going off right there near their homes as well. But in the meantime, man, my my empathy for the for the Huffman family, but also, come on, man, for Indianapolis authorities, let's get this figured out. Let's devote the resources necessary to prevent this family from being terrorized night after night after night, five times in two months. That's not okay. Nobody wants to live in a city where a lunatic can get away with that. And why doesn't someone fear being arrested, prosecuted, and and imprisoned for that kind of conduct? Why is someone so emboldened to do that here in the city of Indianapolis? It goes back to a lot of issues that I've talked about here on this show. I've talked about on the Hammer and Nigel show and on Tony Katz's show as well. We've got an issue with safety, with public safety, and with trust in the system. Trust in a system that will find these people, arrest these people, put these people in jail for a damn long time. Five times in two months, same house. And this is just a family trying to get by. So I, I, I throw that out there to suggest that, by the way, when people say they want to have the capacity to defend their own homes and defend their own families, and we get called paranoid, well, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Because if authorities don't, excuse me, if bad guys don't fear the authorities, they ought to fear the common citizen who has the capacity to defend their own home and defend their own family. And that's a lot of what we're all about here on the Gun Guy Show. In the meantime, importantly, I believe we have Lance Huffman. I was talking about this horrendous situation in Irvington where a family's had their home shot into five different times. And uh, Mr. Huffman, I, I believe that's you, is it not? That's me. Uh, and, you know, uh, we were on break right after I talked about that, sir, and, and, and producer Carl looked at me and said, what's going on? Is this guy a drug dealer? Why, 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 are, why are people shooting into his house? And I don't get that impression at all. This seems to me like you're an innocent uh, uh, family who's simply being terrorized. Yeah, we have like, I mean, I'm I'm as, I'm pretty much clean as they come. Sewer <laughs> worker, I kind of play with old old cars, and uh, you know, three little girls. I we foster kittens from ICS. Oh. We uh we we we're pretty uh. I mean, I wouldn't say we're boring, but but we definitely don't get into anything too exciting. You know. Yeah, understood. Well, well, first of all, what's your theory? I mean, is this some just lunatic who doesn't even know you? But it's, it clearly seems like you're being targeted. No, I oh, mean, yeah, no pun intended. Definitely. You've been you've been isolated. You've been you've been individually picked out to be terrorized. Do you have any theories? Absolutely. Um, well, this guy was uh, at some point dated my sister about. I think he dated my sister. Had some kind of relationship with my sister about like. So hold on, you know who this is. Kind of. It's been, you know, almost 20 years since I've seen him. 
Is that based on the car? Because you've got some video of the vehicle, no, right? We, yeah, we know who he is. He's been captured. He's oh, been arrested. Oh, I see. I did not know that. That was not in the article that I was referring to. So he's now in jail. Yeah, he's in jail. Oh, I'm so glad you called. I had because the Fox 59 article I was reading from made it sound like police still had not even identified this guy, and they were asking for tips from the community. Yeah, I mean they they were doing that forever, but we've known who this guy is for a long time. The idiot sent uh, me and my wife a Facebook message, like a cryptic message. He wrote like something about uh, me, like um, hacking teenagers' cell phones. Uh, his whole his whole like uh, social media is just full of like. Uh, like uh, conspiracies and radiation coming out of cell phones and mind control. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, it's an absolute, yeah, you, so did you he, see the guy. So did he feel like you broke up this relationship with your daughter? No, my sister. My your da- sister, my, I'm my sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. So he dated yeah. your sister. I'm sorry I got that wrong. So, yeah, and, and well, did, 20 did he, years ago. 20 years ago. Did he, did he blame you for that falling apart? I mean, why is I this guy mad so. at you? I, I never talked to him. I was all, I was like, I was like in high school, you know, and he was You're like, young. Yeah, my younger sister, and and I just kind of had nothing to do with him because uh, I didn't care. You know, he wasn't a, I don't know, just no interest in me. You know, I uh, unbelievable. Like I, said, I was kind of into old cars, and he was into poetry. I think. Well, listen, I, like unfortunately, we've only got a few seconds left. I I hope you felt like you got the support from law enforcement and now the prosecutor's office that you deserved in this. But in the meantime, thank God this guy's been caught. Caught. And thanks so much for calling in. Unfortunately, that's the end of the Gun Guy Show. We need to leave it there. This is Guy Relford on the Gun Guy Show on 93 WIBC.